I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Give it to me! Hello everyone, I'm Molly Wood. Oh, and I'm Tom Merritt. Oh, and welcome to It's a Thing, the nice neighborhood weekly podcast supported by you, where we go around to all the local haunts and talk to the folks on the corners and just find out what is the happening and put it in our little local publication here. It's a thing. Did you ask Doreen about the things? Because she was telling me about a thing. You know, Doreen mentioned that thing to me, too. And she said Jack was maybe going to have a thing if I wanted to swing by there later. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. I wonder if Karina and Lloyd could come. Oh, I don't see why not. You know, they haven't been so busy lately ever since uh, old Fred hurt his foot. Oh, now Fred. You know he did it to himself, though. They warned him about that. Of course he did. You know he hasn't been to the doctor either. I know he hates the doctor, and the doctor, I think, hates him now because he never goes until it's so bad that you have to do so much about it. Nobody wants to look at that. Oh, Fred. Well, I shouldn't say so. No, no, no. Don't speak ill of the ill or the dead. <laughs> ill of the almost dead. Man, Fred took a turn. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Poor Fred. He's not looking good. Uh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened to you guys. Like, basically, our shared, <laughs> our shared childhood history took over. We were people possessed. <laughs> we know this is what you tune in for. <laughs> I think we may have a spinoff, though. Uh, we'll we'll put that we into may. development. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, heaven help us. I don't know if you can tell, but it's getting on to the end of the year here. <laughs> oh, it sure is. But the things Folks aren't are stopping. Tired. They really uh, are not. No. In fact, I'm going to pull. I, I don't I don't love pulling know your meme as the source of a thing. I like mm. to use it as a validation of a thing. Mm-hmm, uh, but mm-hmm. in this case, I, I just saw it come across. I almost went back into the voice. I know. It's, it's actually, case, once you start, it's like the Pringles of accents. Like you can't stop. I just went back into my feeds. And um, uh, and, and, and uh, there's a, an entry on Know Your Meme called 20 Ancient Tweets from the Olden Days of Twitter that Give Us Life. And a little Twitter nostalgia wave. They come and go, right? They're, they're, they're almost never gone these days. People pulling up old tweets. Oh, I remember when Twitter used to be better and we talked about this and that. But uh, yeah, uh, people just kind of pulling up tweets from 2007, 2008, mm. 2009, trying to remember a simpler time, I think. Yeah, when it was fun. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even when you, I wonder, like, did Twitter get less fun or did society get worse? Like, I'm just, I, I my <laughs> honest sure opinion, happened. my honest opinion is Twitter got big. And I've, because yeah, I've seen this very, happen yeah. over and over again on the internet. A community starts around a shared thing. It's small enough that everybody is excited to be there. It gets a little bigger, but it's still small enough to police the the people who don't quite get it. But then it gets too big. And you can't control it anymore. It's literally, I mean, someday I'm going to write this book that I'm never going to write because I'm never going to write a book because I don't know how Tom does it. But it's just going to be called scale. Like scale is where everything falls apart. You just get to a certain amount of scale, i.e. size, and 
it's all over. And so I guess that's probably what happened. But even then, I do feel like I was more innocent back then. I'm like, man, I talked about coffee so much. And I and Aww. I think I think as we get to the end of the year, people generally get a little more nostalgic around the holidays and New Year's and all that's that. So, true. so I think that's feeding into the like the Twitter nostalgia part. But yeah, uh, and and since I saw it on the Know Your Meme, I've also seen, I've also noticed it. Maybe Bader Meinhof, uh, but I've started to notice like, oh yeah, um, people are you know either digging up. I, th- I think the thing that Know Your Meme no- noticed that I hadn't is people digging up old tweets and retweeting them. Mm. Interesting. Like from Shaq and Scarlett like Johansson. From Shaq. <laughs> and Katy Perry. See, Shaq, inevitably. August 31st, 2010. LOL. I'm seeing some funny videos. <laughs> oh my God. That's adorable. Oh, I want to go back to there. <laughs> I do. Although it's really funny because going back and digging up people's old tweets never ends well. I'm not trying to be all 2020 here, but. <laughs> Shaq, August 20th, 2009. I'm at Knott's Berry Farms in my butt's too big to fit into seats on the ride. Ah, that's, that's me yelling. That's outstanding. <laughs> oh, bless. I like Twitter nostalgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe there could be a Twitter subsite that just feeds you tweets from 2009 and before. That'd be kind of fun. I feel like yeah. Twitter nostalgia's uh, long lost cousin is, you know, Facebook is kind of fun. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm. A little bit. A little bit. There's always the backlash to the backlash, right? And that would make yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. I think mm. so. We'll see. Maybe I'll save yeah. this for a future episode coming up shortly. It's a thinglet. It hasn't a grown to full thing yet. We're keeping uh-huh. an eye on A future thing, perhaps. Mm. Hmm. A thinkfant. Uh, well, I will say that getting the gift wish list from your teenager is definitely a good way to spot things. And one thing I've noticed is a thing among mostly gamers, but I think is making its way into the broader world because it makes really quite a lot of sense, actually, is giant mouse pads. (laughs) Why have a small mouse pad? Just make your desk a mouse pad. So they basically do. Like, they're mouse pads. And also, seriously... Why have we not done that? Like, it was this funny thing where I was like, that giant mouse pad is ridiculous. It stretches the whole length of the, uh, the, the desk. And, and like now, and they have lights built in, like fancy uh-huh. mouse pads. Like mouse pads have really gotten an upgrade, but it's definitely the size thing that, and it's because you can have more travel, more mouse you travel. Put your, and if you're, if you're having a hard time imagining this, folks, you put your keyboard on the mouse pad. The mouse pad is almost like one of those old desk blotters that would be yeah. on desks in pre-computer times. You put your keyboard on it. You might even put your monitor on the edge of it. And then the rest of it is just open for your mouse. So you don't have an edge to your mouse pad. Which has made me ask what I believe is now an, a nearly existential question, which is why was there ever an edge to the mouse pad? What the, the heck? limits of the humans put on themselves when they don't Seriously. have to, right? Seriously, this is what we have done. We have restricted our movement. We probably gave ourselves tons of carpal tunnel. I bet like your shoulder feels weird like that just because you can only you feel like the mouse can only go in a certain place. Turns out the mouse could go freaking everywhere. Oh, you know why? You know, I, I think I may know why. In, in the earliest days of the mouse, like the late 60s, early 70s, how big was the screen? <laughs> the mouse couldn't go very far. Like, why would you need a bigger mouse pad? You can only go like half a palm's length with it anyway. So I think this that, is reasonable. Then, this is and reasonable. And then as the monitors grew, the mouse pads did not grow with them. 
And there, the sensitivity was, you know, zero. It was like oh, you right. moved the mouse yeah, yeah. three inches. And although maybe that's the other way around. Yeah. Also chords. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good chords. one. Uh, chords ATW. Limits, right. ATW. This is very true, actually. So many innovations had to happen before we mm-hmm. got to the, the point that we are at now, which is near complete mouse freedom. The mouse can run everywhere. The mouse is uncaged. Now I know the mouse is okay. That's brilliant. Uh, now I know what I want. I want a green felt giant mouse pad that looks like the green felt desk toppers. Totally. From like the 50s and 60s. Oh my God. You got, oh, that's got to exist. Because this yes. definitely, if it has not already, seems to be coming out of gamer land. And if you can make them even cooler you're and on yes. some, you're on something here though for mm-hmm. sure oh yeah. yeah giant mouse pads like for oh my god sure not only not Free only did i find a green Free belt mouse. green mouse pad but a certified six sigma <laughs> green mouse no way pad. and you already it already exists someone's already <laughs> it's somebody made it on zazzle darn you thinksters yeah these things are amazing. I mean, it, and it looks, it is exactly like an ink blotter. Like that's exactly what it, it is. It's just like the length of the desk and the boom. Mm-hmm. Shara Marie on, in our discord says, I bought one that's leather texture. It feels like an ink blotter. Oh, amazing. amazing. <laughs> Incredible. The mouse has been freed. I mean, shoot, I think I might get one. Blotter writing mat 1039 on a site I've never heard from before and therefore will not buy until what I can investigate, wrong? but it looks amazing. Dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, now we know what everyone is getting. Yeah. For Christmas. Uh, send them to our PO box, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Here's another one. This is this is low hanging fruit. I'm just going to I'm going to reach up and grab it and take a bite, though. Um, Hit it. Peloton pretenders, dude. Totally. All those Peloton replacements. Uh, some of them are direct copies. Some of them are like you can supply your own screen. But uh, the uh, the the more popular ones seem to be the Bowflex VeloCore, the Nordic Track, and uh, uh, the Mix, the, the MYX. Mix. Actually, I've mm-hmm. seen the Echelon once I started looking, but I hadn't seen it before I started looking. But the Mix is at the top of my list. MYX. So here is, uh, I'm going to tell you a funny and true story, because I use my Siri reminders for everything. Mm-hmm. The constant reminder that is on my phone, as of maybe, I don't know, about a week ago, mm-hmm. is... Exercise bike spelled M-Y-X because, of course, you couldn't understand. So I was like, please remind me that this is the bike I want to buy after my garage Uh studio is built. And I get to put a bike in the because I read a whole article on Peloton (laughs) Pretenders. And I was like, this mix one sounds like a great value. Yeah. And that's the one that tipped me off. I kept seeing people talking about it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've seen seen it advertised, but like seeing people talking about it on social networks, seeing it show up in articles uh, about like, you might want to look at this if you can't afford a, a Peloton, um, although it's not necessarily cheap. It's 1499 bucks, but mm-hmm. well, I thought uh, yeah. it was like 1200 but yeah. Well, it's 1499 here. I guess you could probably find it cheaper, but. Yeah. I mean, I think the main thing is that it's a better value than the Peloton because while well, that's still half the price of the, Pel- the Peloton, yeah. A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And it's one of the few that also includes the screen. That is so funny that I read all about this, made myself a reminder, and it did not occur to me that it might be a thing. Well thing, played, right? Tom. Happens it's to me a all total the time. thing. Yeah. We're all notice something and go, that's weird. And as soon as I say that's weird, I should add it to my answer thing built. I know. Right? I really should. And in fact, the Discord is making me recognize that, in fact, I also should have added the mirror. But it's you know, it's, it's tricky because sometimes I'm not sure what is my filter bubble. And what mm-hmm. is really a thing? And one of the things that has fallen into that category is naked wines. Yeah. Which I feel like I'm hearing about constantly. I'm always getting all these flyers. I see the ads on Twitter, although my dad did order it all the way in Montana. So maybe it's a real thing, but turns you can out always I made make a thing those check. a thing check. Yep. Yeah. You read my mind. <laughs> okay. So thing check, everyone. Naked wines. Yes or no? Please what email us they? feedback at it's a thing dot me. It's like a, it's like a, you order a case of wine for some cheap price and then it's sort of like a wine subscription ah gotcha gotcha yeah all right Mm. six bottles for 40 bucks yeah got it yeah exactly i don't know if it's naked wines but everything we've gotten this holiday season comes with a gift card that says a hundred dollars of wine off wine yeah it's they're all naked wine gift cards are they okay yes Maybe that's why it's a thing, because it's actually yeah, like kind of because they're just massively marketing themselves. Damn, they're like the Shen Yun of, of wine <laughs> brochures. <laughs> as soon as we see them on a billboard as you're driving out of town, we'll know for sure. Uh, amazing. All right, we've we've squeezed like nine things into our first round of things. What else you got? Uh, nope, that's that, it. That, oh, yeah, now it's my turn. That was it for me. Right. You're, you've got the last one, I know. It's the not Naked Wines one, either. The last one, and I assume this has got to be some sort of outcropping of the fact that like cake is hella cool again because everything is cake, um, is mm. making super famous uh, fancy cakes, super fancy cakes. So there are all these influencers who are making real, and this is not like, again, not a brand new thing, but just seems to be rising above as yeah. like, you couldn't just, and it's the inevitable progression, by the way, of stuff on social, which is like, it was one thing to make nice cakes before, but then- some other influencer B came along and made an even nicer cake. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then it got nicer and nicer. And then pretty soon everyone's making the cakes. And the, the key, the, the like glue that binds all this fancy cake making together is the part of the video where everybody uses like a little acrylic um, pane to smooth out their icing. <laughs> uh-huh. But like they all have the exact same feature, which is the part where you use the, the acrylic pane to turn the cake on a little swivel and then uh-huh. smooth it out. And then the next thing you know, it's decorated like the Sistine Chapel. But boom <laughs> It's, I mean, it's everywhere. Even like the BuzzFeed Tasty channel had one and they, they showcased this cute guy making this incredible cake. And now I follow him on, on Instagram. Like, and it's on TikTok, like really fancy cakes. So, so many trends conf- confluencing here, right? Yeah. Everyone locked down most people locked down where they are experimenting with baking again all year long, right? Mm-hmm. So now they got skills and everything is cake. Everything's like cake. And I don't know how to one up my fellow influencers when I can't go to the club. Right. Uh, I know. I will make a better cake than them. <laughs> I'll just make a better cake than them. That's all I got. This the sweet impact is the guy on Instagram and I think TikTok who makes these incredible cakes. It he it is incredible, and then he is even selling the little acrylic pane that you need to make the perfectly smooth uh-huh. base of the cake that you can then de- decorate like a feed. Also, we 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 noted a while ago birthday cake as a flavor. 
Mm-hmm. Totally taking off, right? Really? Maybe cake is like a whole thing of 2020. Cake? Yeah, cake's, cake's an Uber thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's an umbrella thing. I mean, honestly, if we could just, if we can add that to the pile, that's just, just sort of like a nice counterpoint. Like, well, <laughs> but at least we 2020 had, had a lot of bad things, but at least we had cake, <laughs> which is also kind of a sad, that's what Congress just did statement too. So. But they let us eat cake. They did let us eat cake. God, that is so 2020. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to weep. But at least, at least the cake, cake wasn't a lie in 2020. I just stumbled into that like a dumb drunk. Oh, Lord. Okay. <sighs> My gosh. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, cake. We were just watching, and it's older, so I don't think this even feeds into the thingness, but we were just watching the episode of Chef uh, with John Favreau uh, where they go to milk the the, oh, the fancy baker and yes. they made like the chocolate birthday cake. Incredible. That was really, really amazing because so they, they cut out, they make a sheet cake and then they cut out the circular levels that they will put together to make the round tall cake. Mm-hmm. And then they use the pieces that are left over to make cake balls, which she called truffles, oh. but there's no actual truffle. Yeah, it's not truffle. Um, okay, yeah. Ball. But um, I was like, oh, yeah, no. Especially when you're milk and can charge $46 for that box of leftovers. <laughs> they, right. They just turned and you just into totally reuse that. Is Hell so yeah. smart. Right. That, friends, anyway. is how you get margins. That That's is how so you smart. win. Yeah, at margins. That is how you win. At Speaking margins. of margins, did you hear about the Sistine Chapel book uh, that the Catholic Church is selling for twenty thousand dollars a copy? What they like? No, they hired someone to take like super high resolution. I don't know if it's four K or eight K, but like super high resolution pictures of the Sistine Chapel and printed it on acid free paper, uh, glossy looking. And they're only making like 9,000 copies and and some of them are in English and some of them are in Italian and some of them are in Latin. Uh, but there's only 9,000 copies total and it's $20,000 per copy. That's absurd. Because <laughs> you can't visit the Sistine Chapel. So how about paying $20,000 uh-huh. for a Oh, and you really know what the Vatican could book. use too is cash money. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. Mm. You know, because no, it has like the basement full of gold and stuff. They could sell off stuff and and go liquid, but I bet they have debts. <laughs> Maybe and these so days like, they do. Yes. We don't want to sell off the stuff. How about we sell 20000 We want to sell it because we stole it from lots of different countries. <laughs> right. Because then we'd have to admit mm-hmm. where we took it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Fascinating. Uh, okay. Shall we get to the feedback then? The things Let's. that are sent to us, possibly the best part of the show. Next to the shout outs. Mm-hmm. Not gonna I'm going to say that's that's probably true. Feedback at it's a thing.me. Paul sent in a new holiday thing. Elf on a shelf is so 2017. Here's Grogu mm. on a Roku. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> uh, the picture makes bravo. it, Paul. Very good. Very well done. Oh, bravo. Amazing. Uh, and then Gabby, a.k.a. Gabrielle Cohen, wrote in on a new cozy boy and another thing uh, saying, I have seen I've been seeing a lot of your things lately. Trevor Noah wearing Cozy Boy hoodies every day on his The Daily Social Distancing Show. Rachel Maddow broadcasting from her home with a barn door in the background. Oh, Oh my God. And of course, I always watch MSNBC, so I was aware of the whole Steve Kornacki phenomenon. 
I found Elfster last year when I was searching for an easy way to streamline our annual Secret Santa event, although I ended up not using it. Also, the whole elf on a shelf thing has been translated into photos of celebrities with other celebrities with whom their names rhyme, photoshopped as tiny people sitting on their shoulders. No way! Like, Jack on a shack? (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, I'm you three up. are my favorite things. Aw, thank you, Gabriel. Aww, Happy no, holidays. Gabby, a.k.a. Gabriel Cullen. Gabriel, you are one of our favorite things for sure. Without a doubt. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, Stuart writes in with poof news that I cannot <laughs> believe I don't have. This is freaking genius. He says, we have a poof that is a folded up mattress zipped into a cover, which can fold out into an extra bed if needed. <laughs> That's almost a prepper poof. <laughs> it's a prepper poof. <laughs> that is literally useful nirvana. Uh, yeah, uh, that's wow. genius. How does it sleep? I'm curious. I'm curious. Like, if you need it, you need it, right? I'm just, I'm just curious. You know, compared to an air bed or anything else, that's pretty great, though. Yeah. No, it's great. It's got to be as good as a futon. It's basically it's a futon. Be. Yeah, I would think so. Dude, it should be. Duh. Yeah. Well done, Stuart. Well done. Well done. All right. I'll this take, is I'll take not, a link to that. This is not our last <laughs> It's a Thing of the year. Uh, you will get another one uh, shortly, earlier mm-hmm. if you're a patron, uh, mm-hmm. that has our predictions. We're, we're going to forecast things uh, for this next year. This is scary. Year. This yeah. is big. It's so keep an, keep an eye out for that in your feed. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is the end of the regular thing episodes. And... Uh, as we are in the holidays, uh, our shout outs reflect that. They do. Uh, they will be set to the tune of the 12 days of Christmas. And, uh, you know, there's going to be some singing. Now. It's it's coming. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so you said set to the tune. Uh, that seems overpromising, but I'll try. Well, okay. Yes. Yeah. Set near the tune of the 12 days. <laughs> it will be reminiscent of the tune. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will start us off somewhere near the tune. Obviously, you know, we have to sing the last line together. Are we going to do the repeating thing or should we just kind of go through alternating? Nah, just alternating. This is the, we're going to pretend it's is. the last verse, right? Okay, good. All right. Yeah, 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 definitely. We're going to do that. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Rich is giving us chord instructions. Three, two, <laughs> <laughs> On the twelve days of Thingmas, our patrons gave to us twelve Fordo emails, eleven app Porter fact checks, ten times we called Lee Price a her, nine Kevin Sill sushi cocktails, eight months of Eric Duncan and shutout shoutouts. Wow, seven Brad Sparks fire puns, six Gabriel Cohen Ferengi shoutouts, five letters in Jake Wood's last name. Four Louis Saint Amour French puns. Less than three times we called my cake into salamander like creature. <laughs> Two things each week from Tom that isn't hockey. <laughs> and Molly's in show shopping. shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Please back us on Patreon anyway. <laughs> Please back us. We promise we won't sing anymore if you uh, back us on Patreon. Wow. That was great, Rich. Well done. Very well done. Bravo, sir. Bravo. 
He's so proud of himself right now, too. You know, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, that was totally worth it. He said it. It was, uh, that the uh, John Denver Muppets 12 Days of Christmas, one of his favorite Christmas carols. So, yeah. Oh, it's a wonderful one. Yeah. Uh, thank you for those of you. Thank you, obviously. I, I Maybe it doesn't feel like a thank you this week, but we are so <laughs> grateful that you support us at the shout out level at It's a Thing, patreon.com slash It's a Thing. We are grateful for everybody who supports us at any level, even if that level is zero, because you still make our weeks more joyful because we get to do this show. Thank you can you. email us uh, offers to sign us to recording contracts or things to feedback at <laughs> it's a thing dot me. You know, like uh, jokey bad singing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a it's a thing. We said so. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. See you at New Year's. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.